When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Happy Monday, happy spring. Today in the radio show, Chris Harrington's going to join us straight up at 10 o'clock. And then then Pete Pranik is going to join us. It is uh, Hoops for St. Jude. And and so you can make donations to St. Jude and be entered to win various incentives that change every single hour. Uh, so if you go to grizzlies.com backslash St. Jude, uh, they have all kinds of incentives for each and every hour. You've already missed the Chris Stapleton autographed Grizzlies basketball, alas. But uh, this hour, pet supply gift pack from Hollywood Feed, valued at 250 bucks. Uh, and then uh, from 10 to 11, an autographed Luke Combs Grizzlies jersey. A uh, eleven to noon. This is big after uh, after the after the game that we witnessed from Dylan against the Warriors. Grizzly skate deck autographed by Dylan Brooks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Pete Pranick is going to join us to talk about that and the Grizzlies, who had a big weekend. Again, it's Grizzlies.com backslash St. Jude. Pete Pranick at ten thirty. Chris Harrington at ten. Pete Pranick at ten thirty. Grizzlies with the uh, rousing comeback uh, t- from twenty nine down to beat. Uh, the Spurs on Friday, and then uh, pummeling 
the Warriors yet again. Oh, is that not fun? In fact, we're just going to talk about pro basketball. We're just going to talk about the NBA today is our plan uh, to how to get through this. No, no, that's not what we're going to do. Uh, we, uh, Jeffrey and I will, uh, will, will talk here for a bit in the first hour, and then we will open up the phones in the next segment to get your thoughts. So that's the line of Chris Harrington, Pete Pranica. Before that, us and you. Um, sports is pain. Our pain is pain. Sports fandom is pain. And this, if you don't have the stomach for that, which I'll be honest, as a proud citizen of Buffalo and a transplant to Memphis, I sometimes wonder if I do have the stomach for it. But fundamentally, it's, it's pain because your team's going to lose in the end. And sometimes your team is going to lose in truly, truly gut-wrenching, heartbreaking, curse-at-the-universe fashion. Uh, for me, there was the Titans, what are we calling it, Jeffrey, illegal lateral? Yes, the illegal forward pass. The illegal forward pass, which some have called home run throwback, but we know it as the illegal forward pass. There's the collapse against how many seconds, Jeffrey, against the Kansas City Chiefs? 13. 13 seconds. Uh, there's a wide right. Like, you just go through the litany. It's just pain. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, there was skating the crease. You guys don't know that one, but you can look it up. Uh, and and for, uh, for the Memphis Tigers, there's Mario Chalmers. There's Drexel. And I think there will now forever be Florida Atlantic. As I think about, uh, I was I was ranking misery, and you have to say for the for the Memphis Tigers, nothing will top Kansas, right? That that uh, yes. nothing could. You, you, like it's everything there. It's the stakes, and it's the way, right? And it's. It's the it's you you it's the stakes you have the championship. It's the it's the collapse, and then it's also the moment to punctuate the collapse. Like that will be forever. You you can't top that in terms of a gut punch. But if I was to argue, if I was to try to rank this one and Drexel, Drexel's the first NCAA tournament I covered, and maybe it's me. Could be it's me. That was a that was a that was a much bigger upset. It wasn't an eight and nine. The Tigers and Lorenzen Wright were supposed to win that game handily. And uh and and put up a poor effort in losing to Drexel. So that was a that was a gut punch. But I think this one's worse. And it's worse because you you got two problems. You got the how it happened, 
issue. They never, they, the second half they had a seven-point lead. So it's never like they, they didn't collapse. They didn't have an 18-point lead that they blew. They didn't have a 10-point lead with 42 seconds left. It wasn't that. But it honestly, you know how sometimes, Jeffrey, like in the Alabama, when they played Alabama earlier this year, like, did you ever really think they were going to win? No, right? And in this one, I never really thought they were going to lose. Yep. I, I, even though, even though it was 3.2.1, I, they were the better team. I always felt like they were going to win. There was always a scenario where they could easily have lost, but at the same time. I never really thought they I were going to lose. I mean, until the fine, final five points. Yeah, until seconds. the layup went in. I thought, actually, once they got the possession of the ball, then it, then it set up. Having seen this team this year, <laughs> then I did think that Florida Atlantic would, a good chance they would score on that one. But, yes, I didn't think they'd get a freaking layup. But, anyway, so, so, but it was still, like, with losses like this, you go back and you look at the things. And to me, there are other things. There was DeAndre's fourth foul, which was a bogus call, and that hurt. There was the putting time back on the clock, which allowed Florida Atlantic to get a three-pointer, which was, that came back to haunt you. But really, it was three plays, three things down the stretch, and if any of which had been corrected, had gone the other way, Memphis would have won this game. One, the turnover. You've got a one-point lead and possession, and the ball is in the hands of your all-conference player. One of the greatest, who's just put up one of the greatest seasons in program history, who is ice from the three-point line, and he's there for moments like these, and he threw the ball away. He, I mean, it was just, he, he said, he, Kendrick said he was worried about getting it across half court, but he could have called timeout. They had a timeout. If that really was the concern. So why in God's name did he throw that ball, that pass? I have no idea. I think he thought he was going to be fouled immediately. And then when he wasn't, he sort of panicked. He's looking for Alo. So there's that. Turn the ball over. And a scramble ensues. Jaden Hardaway has what appears to be clear possession. Tigers call for a timeout or not granted the timeout. It seemed pretty clear to me that they had possession, were asking for a timeout, and were not granted a timeout. Now, I don't believe the conspiracy theories that I've seen floating around there. That they're, they're in the wake of some of this stuff, like Penny said afterward the game, he said, oh, Memphis, you got to be five times better than everybody else. Whatever you think of the world, the world is not slanted in favor of Florida Atlantic. <laughs> like, the NCAA poobahs aren't there trying to fix the game for Florida Atlantic. There was no, there's no, there was no evil, devious interest in screwing Memphis here. At those moments, what happens is officials look 
they're they're looking at Jaden. That's what they're doing, they're, and they're, it's a quick whistle because they don't want a you know scrap to ensue or whatever. There was no intention to screw Memphis in that, but there was a timeout that was not granted, and had it been granted, five point five seconds left, you get a chance to inbound the ball and presumably win the game. Third thing. Still, Florida Lang's got to make a shot with 5.5 seconds, 5. seconds left. It's no easy feat. Penny calls timeout and caught some criticism for that because once they made the shot, he would have liked that timeout. He calls timeout. Penny's always going to prioritize defense, honestly. That's just who he is. And the entire conversation is don't let him get to the middle. Don't let him get to the rim. Elijah McCadden, for whatever reason, goes for the shot. The guy literally said, he said he was preparing to take the three-pointer from the corner. And uh, but my, he said, well, hell, when, when, when McCadden goes for the, for the shot, and I says, I'll, I'll get to the rim. And he does for a lap. So two of those things are total tiger fault. It, it, and one is officials. So you have that part of it. You have this, oh, my God, I don't want to go back and replay this I, I, over and over and over again. If only, if only, if only. And, and that's the way it works in this kind of torturous losses. But then you have the additional, additional pain of knowing that because Fairleigh Dickinson had beaten Purdue, you had been gifted an open path. Or as Joey Dorsey, outside of the locker room, outside of the locker room after the game, Joey Dorsey was talking to another member of the staff, and he just kept saying, straight shot to the Sweet 16. Straight shot to the Wouldn't say that publicly because you don't want to, quote, unquote, disrespect Fairleigh Dickinson. But look who's in the Sweet 16. Your opponent, Florida Atlantic. And look who they're playing. They are playing the Tennessee Vols. In Madison Square Garden. The team that refuses to play you now in the regular season. That you could have, should have, been playing this week at Madison Square Garden for a chance to go to the Elite Eight. It's painful. It's painful. I, I really painful. It's painful. I really do. Like I feel sick for Memphis fans. This is a hard one. This is a hard one to stomach because you can't even just put it behind you. Because you're going to be looking at Tennessee and Florida Atlantic in front of you. So I have great, great empathy. I have great empathy. I have so much empathy for you all that I, uh, I went onto uh, social media yesterday and I assembled a survival guide for how to get through the week if you're a Memphis Tiger fan. And uh, it spans the gamut. It spans the, it's, uh, it's, uh, 
It's denial. There's a lot of denial, a lot of never watch, not going to watch the tournament. I'm putting my head down. Tournament doesn't exist. What tournament? That's on one hand. There's just anger, uh, conspiracy theories. That's another way to deal with it. Root for, just start rooting for other teams to lose. Like, take deep pleasure in Calipari losing, right? Root against the Vols if you need to. Uh, just pick some freaking teams to hate. There's, there's switch sports. Like, go showboats. Hey, go Lady, go Lady Tigers tonight. Take on Ball State at El Marone. That'll be fun. Just pick something else. Grizzlies. They're there for you. We're going to have the return of Ja this week. How about that? You're going to Ja is, by the way, eligible to return today. Grizzlies put out a statement yesterday, said he would not be playing against the Mavs tonight. But do you expect to see him this week, Jeffrey? I do. I do too. And you can you could you could just replay that Grizzlies Warriors game. So uh there, there are all sorts of ways to get through it. And I do think recognizing that. This is the way of it. Let me ask you right now, who feels worse today? Memphis fans or Purdue fans? Purdue. Clearly, right? No questions asked. Because that's embarrassing. I even think it's you could say Arizona feels worse. And maybe Arizona feels worse. It's humiliating if you're Purdue, though, isn't it? Oh, yes. It's humiliating. Here's the thing. They didn't, if you, watching that game, and I watched it in person, if you didn't know anything about anything, you would have thought Fairly Dickinson was Fairly Dickinson was the better team. If you just watched that game it's like you did incredible. in person, so for us watching on TV, if you did not have the graphics and you didn't have any context of this team is a 16 right. seed that played in the, and you just were watching the basketball game and you just stumbled right. in, yeah, that's what I'm saying. like this is an it's a hell of a basketball game. These are two teams game. that are just like even. One guy's got this really tall dude, yeah. and the other guys oh they're really athletic. Correct. Like it just was a back and forth game, and it wasn't like the UMBC game against Virginia, where like UMBC was just bombing. Right. Like it was just a back and forth game. No, I feel sick for for Purdue fans. Like you don't even want to. The problem with it for Purdue fans is you don't even want to get excited next next season or whenever when you start to do well, people are just gonna laugh at you. Like you won't even be able to believe yourself. You just lost to a freaking sixteen, a sixteen that. Got in with an automatic bid for winning a conference tournament that they didn't win. Correct. They got in on a Because they got in because Merrimack beat them in the conference tournament in the finals, but Merrimack couldn't go because Merrimack was transitioning from Division Two to Division One, and you've got this whole four-year period of transitioning. Uh, and so, therefore, even though you lost the conference tournament and you certainly didn't qualify for a uh, at-large, you only got you got an automatic bid that you did not deserve, and that's why you're there. And you beat Purdue, and you would have been waiting there for the Memphis Tigers. They should be today in the Sweet 16. I hate to keep saying that because I know it's painful, but it's true. It's uh, it's interesting when I were talking about this these, this week the weekend that was in front of the Tigers last week. I would I mean I, let's be honest I picked Purdue in my bracket. Uh, and and a lot of people were saying, uh, well, I mean, John was saying, can't spell Florida Atlantic without a fraud without Florida Atlantic. There was a lot of taking that game for granted, and I'm I, on that one. I'm like, 
whoa, it's a basketball game. Let's 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 raise our hand here and let's let's slow down. On the Purdue, I was like, yeah, no, no, I gotta beat Purdue. And I was I was hundred percent the the people who thought Memphis were gonna be in the Sweet Sixteen were right about the matchup with Purdue. That Purdue was not very good. And they were wrong about the matchup with Florida Atlantic in the sense that it was a basketball game. And here's the problem. The the type of sports radio I'm the least good at and that I hate the most is the predictor in sports radio. Because could you have predicted any of that? Could you have predicted Kendrick Davis would get hurt and would pop up and start screaming at Malcolm Dandridge? Could 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 you have predicted that Kendrick Davis all-world player with the ball in his hands would freaking throw it away in the final seconds? Like, predictive basketball is insane. I know you all bet on it, and so it's 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 the essence of it. How how'd your wagers go over the weekend, by the way? I was trying to count it up. Jeff, I started, I think I made somewhere along the lines of like 34 different bets, uh-huh. and I've totaled it up. I made $32. That's perfect. That's, that's, a, that's a weekend well spent. That's a weekend well spent. That's a weekend well spent. Shout-outs to Damian Ball. Uh, Do you have anything on that TCU? Yeah, Damian Ball hitting oh, that three. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you had him. You were oh, there. Yeah. You were there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. So, what's your analysis of, first of all, in terms of, in terms of pain, do you think I have the ranking correct? I think it's, I think it's, uh, Kansas clearly number one. But I think no, no, Purdue's clearly number uh, no, one. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Memphis Tiger history. Pain. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Kansas game yes. clearly number one. Yes, it was not, for national not, title. not today, but yes, and wide margin. Yes, nothing, nothing close. Yes, but I think this one tops Drexel. Yes, because okay. of what's the opportunity loss. You are never. I guess w- you were granted. Like sometimes we say, listen, uh, what happens in the NCAA tournament? A lot of it's luck because it's the draw. You got the damn draw. I think it's entire. I know you say you hate predictive uh, sports radio. Well, that's what it's, I'm bad at, and I don't. I don't it's I don't. entirely reasonable to suspect that you will never have another opportunity to play a 16 seed to go to the second weekend. Right. Oh no, that's 100. percent Yes. No, you had a chance to play a 16 seed to go to a second weekend, and it was Correct. right there, and to play Tennessee, Correct. which will not play you. I really don't know how. Like I don't know how. I mean, we're going to take calls on this here in a minute how you get through this week, except to acknowledge that pain is part of it. And it is amazing to think it was just last Monday, one week ago. Think how happy Memphis fans were. It was delirium. They won the conference tournament, all the the wonderful things that the players had said and the togetherness of this team. And like, so in in a way, you just have to go back to – it's not unlike, honestly, the Bills and, and the Chiefs in 13 seconds. And, and, you know, it, uh, I, I just – I had to put that aside and think about how much fun the year was. You know, like how much fun beating the hell out of the Patriots in the previous game was. How much fun, like, the Josh Allen experience has been. Like, it's been great fun. And then you just accept the pain as, yeah, but okay, and that's the, that's the price of admission. I don't know how else you get through it. This, this is this is as bad a week um, as you can imagine for a Memphis Tiger fan. Congratulations to the uh, Tennessee Vols and congratulations to the Arkansas Razorbacks. This is the seventh Sweet 16 since 2000 for the Tennessee Vols who knock off Duke uh, 
and uh, bludgeon them, really. And then uh, for Arkansas, which beats Kansas, dramatic fashion, um, Musselman's third Sweet 16 since he's been at Arkansas. And so uh, congratulations to them. But in, if your misery loves company, it's not helping the Memphis fans that Arkansas and Tennessee fans are celebrating. I will tell you that. What was your analysis, Jeffrey, of the game itself? What went wrong? What do you point to primarily? At the end of the game, the turnover. Like, we can argue about whether or not the timeout should be granted, whatnot. Like, that's all well and good. If Mem- the turnover, the turnover, yes, the turnover. Turnover was the one. And then the defense was pathetic. Yeah, I mean, they were. Get- I thought they got it. To me, like, they got enough stops. There was a stretch. Oh, no, no, on the last play. Oh, yeah. On the last play. Yeah. I, but, yes, it's the turnover. It's the yeah. turnover. It's your best player. It's in his hands. You've got the ball. It's the turnover. Like, that turnover, it was not as dramatic as Virginia's. Correct. But it was of the same family. Correct. You have the ball. And you have the win. Nowhere. And you throw it where you're not supposed and you to had throw a timeout. it. And you have the veteran who has the ball and he has a timeout. It was... It, it's not getting the same attention as that Virginia thing because it wasn't as dramatic. It Correct. wasn't bang, bang, three-pointer, you're dead. But that was it. And I understand that he was banged up and he got banged up again, but we said... If you're back in the game, you you, you don't throw the ball away because you're banged up. Like, no. if he didn't have a lift on a shot because he was banged up, that would make sense. You don't throw the ball away. And again, he is... I feel sick for him. He was a mag- he has been a magnificent player. He didn't intend to throw the ball away. The reason that he exploded that he did is he's so freaking competitive. It was ugly, honestly, yelling at your own teammate in the NCAA tournament. That was ugly. That was a loss of composure. And maybe that foreshadowed the loss of composure that we saw here. But he damn well threw the ball away. And he just didn't play that well. No, he didn't play that well. Well, that's the thing. You just, if the Tigers who had played against Houston had showed up, KD and DeAndre Williams were combined 10 of 30. Yep. I mean, the formula for beating Memphis so, is you uh, need Kendrick he, Davis and right. you mean Kendrick and DeAndre to not play well. And what's amazing is even there, they didn't, had they won that game, you would have said, well, they didn't play that well, but they won the game. Yep. So the first problem was they didn't play well. Yes. <laughs> they didn't show up and play well. They still should have won the game, except they then threw the ball away at the end. So uh, what's I, I just in the end, like I felt like Memphis made more mistakes than Florida Atlantic did at the end. Like it felt like every time Memphis needed a basket, they came up came up empty. Every time FAU needed a basket, they found a way to make one. Um, some other thoughts on the tournament, real quick, and then we're going to take your calls on this. Um, no Kentucky, no Duke, no Kansas, no UNC from in the Sweet 16. From 1980 to 2020, at least there, at least one of those had made every Sweet 16 every single season until, by the way, last year also. No Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, or UNC in the Sweet 16. Um, for uh, Gonzaga, eight straight Sweet 16s. Uh, the, the, it's easily the longest streak. Houston, yep. Houston is four. The record all time is nine straight. 
Um, and so Gonzaga has this reputation because they haven't won the title as chokers. Uh, they have uh, they have been to um, they have they have they have exceeded their seeding wherever they were seeded. They have outplayed their seeding in twelve of the last fifteen years, and in sixteen of twenty four under a few. If you want to root for some Tigers, Princeton in the Sweet 16 for the first time since 1967. You got 11 conferences in the Sweet 16, the Big East and the SEC with three each. Uh, and uh, if you just wanted, like, if you want something to comfort you, Calipari lost. <laughs> Other thoughts, Jeffrey, before we take calls? Um, I mean, it was just... It was an unbelievable weekend. Like, just sitting down and just watching that much college basketball. I mean, I guess that was the other thing. Like, when I saw, I understand when it's a close game and you think there's an officiating mistake, your natural inclination is like scapegoat. Right. If oh, you, no, no, no. If you watched as much of this uh-huh. tournament as I did, Memphis, like, they got, they had some tough calls, but it was a horrifically officiated weekend, pretty much top to bottom. Yeah, hang on to the ball with with uh, if Katie hangs on to the ball, uh, doesn't throw the ball away, you win that game, probably. You know, hey, go to the line. It'll be come down to free throws, and you see what happens, whatever. But yeah, you have. Um, all right, we're gonna take your calls. Four four five zero nine two nine four four five zero nine two nine. We haven't even discussed like whether it was a great season or who's coming back or any of that stuff. Uh, mostly, I just want to know your thoughts. Four four five zero nine two nine is the phone number. How you are getting through this week? What's going to be your approach to get through this week? Um, and anything else you want to say about uh, the Memphis Tigers and the and the way their season ended? Four four five zero nine two nine is the phone number. We will take. It's possible, Jeffrey. Like, here's the truth: if this were the Buffalo Bills, equivalent thing had happened to the Buffalo Bills. You know what I would be doing? Not listening to sports. Not talk listening radio. to sports talk radio. That, that, that's that's hundred percent true. I was stunned because the column I wrote off that game had very good readership, and I'm like, who wants to relive this stuff? <laughs> Why are y'all reading this? Uh, so maybe it's possible that like we should just open it up to Tennessee and Arkansas fans, and t- and and they can tell us about their. Uh, Everybody's they, uh, welcome. But everybody's welcome. 445 I'll tell you, it's the first day of spring. You didn't feel like it, but it is. It's the first day of spring. And, uh, and if you want to get out there and feeling good again, um, I would recommend you go see QC Kinetics. Uh, if you've got achy joints, um, honestly, like, like I do, my knee. Stop with the steroids. Stop the possible surgery chatter. There is a better way. It is regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Uh, so give them a call, 445-1010. It's 901-445-1010. Ten. The call is free. The consultation with the medical professional is free. You've got nothing to lose. It is QC Kinetics, 445-1010. When we come back, uh, we will talk to y'all. Then Chris Herring's going to join us talk about the Grizzlies, although he was in Columbus as well. It's Jeff Gawkins' show on a Monday, 92.9 FM 
When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yes. Oh, Jared Jackson just posterized Anthony Davis. It's Hoops for St. Jude with the Memphis Grizzlies tonight at FedEx Forum. Hi, it's Brad Carson. Memphis Grizzlies versus Mavericks tonight on 92.9. We'll have the pregame at 6.30 after the Gabe Coon Show. We'll have the tip at 7 o'clock. And all day long, you can log on to 92.9ESPN.com. Make sure you click on the Grizzlies St. Jude link, and you can donate and also bid on items. It's Hoops for St. Jude with the Memphis Grizzlies tonight and the Dallas Mavericks at FedEx Forum against the Memphis Grizzlies on 92.9 FM ESPN. Tell us about your shopping experience at James Gaddis Jewelers. Five-star experience through the whole process of buying an engagement ring at James Gaddis Jewelers. James and his staff helped with showing me certified diamonds all within my budget, explaining the details of each diamond. From the initial consultation, designing, and purchasing, it was a great experience. The entire staff at the office made me feel like family. Visit James Gaddis Jewelers today at 4900 Poplar Avenue or GaddisJewelers.com. You don't need to find a pot of gold to strike at Ritz this March. Instead, win money on your tournament wagers with Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best team of odds makers in the business, so they're the safe bet when it comes to sports gambling. They also have one of the most extensive betting menus around, so no matter what you want to wager on come tournament time, Superbook is sure to have it. Download the Superbook app and start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. There comes a time every spring and summer where you look outside in Memphis and everything is colorful and blooming. Well, the same thing happens at O'Call, and that time has arrived. The spring and summer merchandise is here, and the whole store is blooming with color. Stop on by and see for yourself. Maybe you're planning for a spring trip, a return to the golf course, or wedding and graduation season. Or maybe you just want to celebrate the return of spring days, sunshine, and the playoffs. Whatever your inspiration, stop by and see your friends at O'Call. The whole place is blooming. Are you looking for a homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second-generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rate indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. 867-SAVE. 867-7283 on the web. Rookinsurance.com.
All you CDL truck drivers and truck mechanics out there, are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connection and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefits of realizing their potential with trust and full support as a second chance company. We offer competitive pay, signing bonuses, tool allowance for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. Life is fast and furious. Sometimes you need a boost. The Shotners can help with Lipo B12 injections. Increase energy, improve mood and sleep. It even helps with allergies. Or boost your immune system with our Triimmune Booster, packed with vitamin C and zinc. It gives your body a head start at fighting off illness. With three locations throughout the Mid-South, we can get you in and out quickly. The Shot Nurse is your wise choice. Protection you need with a personal touch. The Shot Nurse. This is Gary Parrish reminding you about Danny Morrison Roofing Professionals. They're a local, family-owned and operated business serving the Mid-South's residential and commercial roofing needs since 2010. It's the home of the free roof. You really can get a new roof with no cost to you. Most roofing jobs, they can be done in one day, so this isn't some lengthy process. Just call Danny at 901-870-0186. It's Danny Morrison Roofing, a proud supporter of the University of Memphis Athletic Department. Danny Morrison Roofing, 901-870-0186. It's March, and you know what that means? Taxes are almost due. Jackson Hewitt can help you win tax season. That's the sound of your maximum tax refund. The sound of getting 50% off tax prep. The sound of many of our competitors' prices going up. And the sound of getting to your nearest Jackson Hewitt. Hurry in for 50% off tax prep before this offer expires April 9th. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Medi Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Genesis Memphis Covington Pike on 92.9 FM ESPN. I'm taking calls on... Uh... On, uh, on your thoughts on this uh, Memphis basketball season, on how you're making it through the week, uh, Bennett texted me. Yesterday, I took my kid to the zoo. 
did yard work, couldn't bring myself to watch another second of basketball. Today, the depression has set back in. That seems about right. Uh, uh, one way to lift your spirits, Bonnie on Broad. Beautiful restaurant, fun vibe. Go there, get the fried oysters, get a drink, get two drinks, get three drinks, sit at the bar, get the pork shank, get the Brussels, eat, drink, and be merry. 410-8131. It's, uh, it's uh, Bounty on Broad. That's because it's on Broad Avenue. Stroll Broad, Broad Avenue is a beautiful street. You'll, your spirits will lift, I'm telling you. You just got to get on with your life. And if oysters and drinks are part of that, knock yourself out. 410-8131 to make a reservation uh, at Bounty on Broad. All right. Phone number is 445 445-09-29. 445-09-29. Uh, we are taking your calls on your thoughts on the weekend, but also your thoughts on if you want to give me if the big picture, how you feel about uh, this season. I'd love to hear that as well. We start with Steve in East Memphis. Steve, you're on. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Not bad. Hey, my observation is is that um, it, it's I don't I don't want to relay it to the Grizzlies especially, but because I'm a big fan of the Grizzlies, yep. but. You know, it does look to me like, uh, and maybe all teams are like this, but, you know, if you got one or two players that are your star players and you rely on them for everything and one of them goes down for whatever reason, bad day, whatever, then it doesn't look to me like the team has the depth to recover from that. Where the Grizzlies have kind of shown that, you know, they've got the the, the depth to, to overtake the problem with since Jaw's gone, but... To me, it, that seems to me the biggest problem with the uh, Tigers. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. it there's a, it, first of all, it's been really heartening to see the way the Grizzlies have, have steadied the ship. We'll be talking to Chris Harrington and Pete Pranick coming up in the second hour. Um, and a little more upbeat talk. So that's been funny. But there's no question. They don't have the – that this was a, a team that was built around two fabulous players. And they did not have uh, they did not have great games. Phone number is 445-0929-445-09. Two nine, Jeffrey. Who are we uh, who are we going to next? Jeff, we got a Fred in East Memphis. Fred, how are you, sir? Oh, pretty good. Just trying to get over the loss. I one thing that bothered me: mm-hmm. some, the the technical foul with McCadden towards the end of the game. They just seemed to be at a crucial time and a, a crucial swing, and what you know what was going on. I didn't understand that at all. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like it was absolutely a critical moment. Um, there were other moment, critical moments to come, and that's part of the, when you look back at this. If this hadn't, if this hadn't happened, if this hadn't happened, if this hadn't happened, and that, that's one of them. Four four five zero nine two nine. Who's next, Jeff? We got a tray. Trey, you're on. Hey, Jeff. How you doing, man? We're okay. Um, so I just want to say, first off, I'm proud of the Tigers this season. Of course, the, uh, the first round exit is tough, tough to get through, but. Uh, what I'm going to use is Dylan Brooks, Nima, and Clay Thompson to get through it this week, man. That was a great picture if you guys saw that on Twitter. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Thank you. Appreciate it, Trey. Uh, no, if you want to cheer yourself up as a Memphis sports fan, what Dylan Brooks and the Grizzlies have done consecutive games to the Warriors is absolutely delightful. Absolutely delightful. And at some point... Pointing to your four rings if you're Clay Thompson and you got beat again is pathetic. Don't you think, Jeffrey, like at some point at like, a certain point it's like acknowledging defeat. Yeah, it's just like acknowledging defeat. We no longer can beat you, but we once did this. It's it's kind of embarrassing. If I'm Clay Thompson, it's just like enough. Like take your freaking loss and uh, go home. 
And by the way, if you're pointing at your four rings, maybe at someone repeatedly, maybe stop trying to pretend you don't care about them as a rival. A hundred percent. But I mean, they they've done that. They keep doing the move where it's like they're not our rival, and yet we yeah. can't stop talking about them. Four four five oh nine two nine four four five oh nine two nine. You can also tell me, by the way, we'll, Jeffy and I will discuss this weather big picture. This season was a success. Uh, four, four, five, one. It's it's tough because you're dealing with what you're dealing with, the emotions that you're dealing with. But big picture, was it a success? We go to Kelvin in Cordova. Kelvin, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm getting I'm I'm getting over it. I'm gradually getting over. <laughs> What's your it, strategy? What's but, your strategy? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm greedy. I I want it all. But I, you know, this was a huge success. I don't care what anybody says. Love you, Kendrick Davis. Love you, DeAndre. Thank you for a great season. Thank you for your love and your passion. I appreciate it. And I will always, I, I, I don't care, it, we're coming up on 50 years since 73. It was 40 years ago that we beat Georgetown up in Louisville. Hate Louisville. They were booing against us. I was at that game, and then it's 40 years next Sunday the game with uh, where Andre got slammed on by by uh, Drexler. And I was at that one, too. But And I still, hey, great teams. I'll get over it. I, you know, who are we getting out of the portal next year? That's my thing. All right. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. 445-0929, 445-0929. You see, listen, it's, it's not hard to turn a college basketball team around, and I think – I honestly think it's a this season has been. We'll talk about this more. I think it's been. It, they met the bar where I said for success, get back to the tournament, and then if you can equal last year, do that, uh, which they obviously felt short of. The way that it ended, and Penny said this himself, the way that it ended sours him on it and makes it harder to say it was a success just because that is so raw and the possibilities there in front of you. But honestly, I said get to the tournament. Make it clear that you are regularly a tournament team again in what was, to me, supposed to be a down year because of the IARP stuff. Um, you have solidified yourself as a regular tournament team. I take that as a positive. But the ending is awfully raw. Four four five zero nine two nine. Who's next, Jeffrey? Jeff, we got a Josh in South Haven. Josh, you're on. Hey, Josh. Hey, fellas. Good morning. Hey, Got nothing but positive things. While well, hung over from the game and the loss, the, the tough loss, uh, the rest, man, it, it seemed like we couldn't buy a call from them. And uh, uh, that, that egregious non-timeout call by two refs while Halo's in their faces begging for a timeout, uh, it, it's tough to swallow, but I'm disappointed with where we're at as a program. Penny's got us going in the right direction. Uh, we got some good recruits coming in next year. See what we get out of the transport portal. Seems like he's on Calipari's path. One at NIT, couple trips to the NCAA. Maybe we'll make another deep run here next year or the year after. Uh, but nothing but flowers, Penny. Uh, he's been great and uh, appreciate everything he's done to get us back to uh, national prominence. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Uh, I'll say this except for the first year. Um, you know, when he was just hired, I feel better about Penny as a coach right now and the direction of this program than I did probably since I was in the Bahamas with that team. 
you know, and, and looking at all the talent that they had uh, on that team. Um, and so, I absolutely, I think that point is well taken. 445 who's next? Jeff, we go to James in Raleigh. James, you're on. Well, hi. I enjoy the show. Uh, just for some perspective, I'm new to Memphis, and it was a tough loss, but I'm from Clearwater. I moved up from Clearwater, Florida, Pinellas County. My Seminoles lost a national championship to the Gators. I thought the sun ain't going to shine anymore. The moon ain't going to rise in the sky. And we were on top and won a national championship three years later. So you you deal with it, and, and it's a tough loss. It was, it was bad, but, uh, you know, you just – Deal with it and move on. All right. Welcome to town. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, 445-0929, 445-0929. By the way, I want to correct one thing. Earlier on, I said that I did point out that from uh, no Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, or North Carolina in the uh, the Sweet 16. From 1980 to 2020, at least one of them had made it um, every single year. Um, Last year, no Kentucky, Duke, or Kansas. Is that right? No, Kansas no, no. defending championship. Who didn't make it last year? So I, Kentucky did not make it last maybe year. Maybe it's two years. So la- it's Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, and UNC, 1980 to 2022. One, at least one of them every single season. This year, of course, they are all. I think it was the year home. the COVID tournament. They didn't. They are all. Right. Uh, it, it is. It is. It is startling to have a tournament without those blue bloods in the Sweet 16. Um, I don't know. Is, is Gonzaga a blue blood now? Like, I mean, what do you do with Michigan UCLA? State? Michigan State, I mean, it's not like, here's the truth of the matter is, overall, because there's only one double-digit seed, it's a little more chalky on average than, you wouldn't think so, having watched it, but it is a little more, the average seed that has advanced this year is is 4.9. All right, uh, who's next? Jeff, we got a Chester and Orange Mound. Chester, you're on. Hey, uh, sir. I'm doing wonderful. I, I want to say it like this. It was both a success, and I have to say it was a failure, too. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason, only reason I say that, and it's not to be harsh, but you really got to – you have to really count – you got really got to count every year like something serious. Penny is not going to be here for 20 years. I definitely think he'll, he's going to hang around as long as he can, at least to try to bring a championship. But he's not going to be the coach all the way up to he's like 60, 70 years old. And – this was a year, I'm sorry to say, it was a year that uh, we had a couple of guys also miss the opportunity to, like, immortalize themselves. Man, you had everybody knocked out the way. We had an opportunity to have Memphis versus Tennessee in the Sweet 16. Do you know I kind of – you know you know the level of, of S-talk we would, have, we would get to have to beat them in that? Like, that it, it's definitely an opportunity. Oh, it is. Yeah, there's no question. Thank you. Appreciate it. Listen, <laughs> if you had lost – because Florida Atlantic had made 17 threes, or if you had lost to Purdue on Sunday, um, or if you had not uh, had not made it, and let's just say Duke had beaten Tennessee, right? Like any of those things had happened, for a Memphis perspective, it would have been less painful. But it is what it is. It happened the way it happened, and you will always be looking back at this with regret. It's just true. You're, as Jeffy said earlier, you're never again going to have a chance to beat a 16 seed to go to the Sweet 16. That was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. 
Um, it's just true. It is also true that it was, I think, a broadly successful season with an agonizing end. Uh, who's next? Jeff, we go to Michael in Memphis. Michael, you are on. Hey, Jeff. How you doing this morning? We're okay. Well, I, we could be better. I understand. But, look, I, I think this was a really successful season for Penny. I, I think he took arguably his least talented roster on paper before the season started to his highest winning percentage and got a AAC championship and he's only been coaching for five years in college and he's been to the tournament twice which is the same thing Cal did his first five years so I don't really think it's a chance to discredit him for what happened last night on you know a couple of mispossessions okay fine whatever but overall really great season I just wanted to say that thanks appreciate it uh, yeah, if, well, if you look at it from the big picture, there's only been four tournaments since he's been that he could have gone to because uh, one was canceled. And he has been to two of those four tournaments. He has been to the last two tournaments. They feel like they are getting back to being a regular participant in the NCAA tournament, which is a important step for a program that for too long was not even an occasional participant in the NCAA tournament. That is clearly a step forward. Uh, phone number is 445 Who is next, Jeffrey? Jeff, let's go to Hezzy in Memphis. Hezzy, you're on. Hey, how y'all doing? We're good. All right. I called in last week and said Memphis was going to make the Final Four. Well, that, that was a mistake, Hezzy. That, that was a mistake. Are you calling to <laughs> apologize for misleading us all? Yes. Yeah, I'm so sorry. When Purdue lost, I just knew we were going to make it. Then we got cheated by the refs. But I'm looking forward to next year. I think Mikey Williams will be a one and done. But hopefully we make the tournament again and get another conference championship. Thank y'all. Thank you, Hezzy. Appreciate it. All right. I guess we'll wind up there. Uh, we're going to talk in the second hour. We're going to talk about the Grizzlies and their spectacular weekend. I do recall we did not join people in this, uh, in this refrain. But I believe when Ja was uh, – when Ja was uh, – uh, suspended and Stephen Adams injured, I believe there were certain people who were saying the season is over. We did hear that from certain quarters, didn't we, Jeff? Oh, yeah. There was overreactions. And, uh, but you didn't hear any of that from us. Uh, there's always, you live to fight another day, and that is true, I think, for the Tigers um, as well. Um, there's already news, of course, and that, that will start happening. We know that K.O. never really knew his name. You want to give it a shot? Nope. <laughs> KO. <laughs> Never really did quite master his name. I was always impressed by Jeff, the Jeff who spells his name correctly, the PA guy. Because mm-hmm. he, he could let that sucker roll off his tongue. He's like, a pro. He is a pro. I never really knew his name. Uh, but KO is no longer. He has decided to take his talents uh, to the pros. And I suspect he'll make money somewhere, don't you think, Jeffrey? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Some, I, I don't know if it'll be in America. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna. I wouldn't trade his NBA earnings for my future earnings. Correct. Which is saying something. Correct. I wouldn't even trade them. <laughs> which is which is saying something. But I wish him the best. Uh, and uh, and so there's that. And now we will have this, um, the roster churn, which is part of it. And um, and and you know. Hopefully Penny will do a good job getting the – what he said was 
let's be honest. Penny's always going to try to get the best players he can get. And so if they are the Mikey Williams of the world, who are high school players, who are highly touted and he thinks they can help, he will get them. If they are Kendrick Davis, who's an incredibly accomplished college basketball player who's going to come and play for you, he will try to get them. It will be different, a different mix of players depending on the year. So any grand pronouncements of Penny's going to try to do this, I think Penny will try to get a mix of players. Like, that's ideal. He will try to get a mix of players, and I honestly think he will lean old rather than young, right? Yes, I do. Um, but if he can get a Mikey Williams, he's going to continue to, like, He's going to continue to, if you can get James Wiseman, if you can get, you know, he's going to continue to get Preston Sachua. He is going to continue to try to get those players if he can get them. He's not going to, he's not going to turn his back on highly touted high school players. Um, it'll be a different experience next year, and now we get to see the roster built. But I do think, big picture, and maybe some of you disagree. I, I, I one of my regular correspondents says. Why is making the tournament an accomplishment for Memphis basketball? How have we gotten to the point that you're saying that's success? And to be clear, I don't think making the tournament and going no further over a period of five, ten years is, is success. Just making the tournament is not the measure of Memphis basketball. You have to go on some runs. Got to win some games. Did last year. Got to win a, won a game. Got to win some games. We saw that with Josh Pastor. In the end, Josh, when are you going to win a game? Finally did. When are you going to go on a run? Never did. So in the end, over a period of time, you are expected to do more than just make the tournament. My point was for this season, given the roster that I saw that they had, the limitations of that roster in terms of shooting and in terms of size, I thought if they could get back to the tournament and make going to the tournament a regular thing again, and then, my God, if they could get a win like they did last year. But I, just, I, I at the season began, set the bar for this year with the IARP hanging over them still, at, as it was. I set the bar as success is making the tournament. And I'm not going to change that now. That is what I'm not going to move the goalposts. I thought making the tournament would be a successful season. Now, the way that it ended doesn't, in fact, big picture change what I – I do think it changes the way, though, that it will be remembered. Don't you think? Like, this will it always be remembered as good season, but, ah, the ending. The ending will be rem- – I, I can tell you it is a good season and was a good season. But the way this will be remembered is the same way that Drexel season is remembered. It will be remembered by the loss and the lost opportunity. It will be a big part of that. Yeah, what could have been? What could have been? Great season, but what could have been? Both those things will be something to carry going forward. Doesn't mean the great season part isn't a good season part isn't true. Not great season is overstatement. Very that's true. Some great moments in a good season. But what could have been? Yeah. That is how this is going to be remembered. And I don't I don't I think it's okay to I think it's okay to go ahead and admit this. Um in terms of the other local teams uh going forward, Jeffrey, uh how do you like UT's chances? 
Uh, obviously, the, the, they will be favored to beat Florida Atlantic. I presume they already are, right? Yeah, that's the type of team Tennessee handles, where they can just kind William. of William. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, after that, I mean Arkansas. After that, K State or Michigan State that'll be tougher. K State's good. K State plays a similar like K State plays a similar fashion to Tennessee. Michigan State, I think, and they both have better guard play. So I kind of like. Them more, but at the same time, like those teams will be favored to beat, don't you think so? K State will be favored over Tennessee if they if those two teams advance. One is a three and one's a four, though. It's not like some you know. I think K State would be K be favored. Over I think K State would be favored. I don't know about Michigan. Michigan State, State would not be. Um, and then Arkansas, they got UConn, and UConn is yeah. I mean, that's like in the end, it's like congratulations, you just beat you just beat Kansas. Now your reward is go play UConn, who kind of is a similar team to Arkansas in the sense that they they both have the talent to be one of the elite teams, but they didn't really handle their business in the regular season. They're right. very, very similar very teams. And then you got, if you can get by UConn, then you got either Gonzaga or UCLA. That's no picnic. Like, it's funny. Like, we, we, we take note of the upsets, but you look at, I mean, look at the Houston bracket. It's going to be Houston, Miami, and then Xavier and Texas. Like, that's pretty damn chalky. Yeah, that's as close to one, two, three, and four. I mean, Miami a, ends up being the five, but you know what I mean? It's, you got two and three at the bottom of the bracket, one advances, and then Miami and Indiana were the four, five game and the five advances. Really, the only, the only bracket where you got the free pass is Alabama's, where you got Alabama and San Diego State, and then Creighton. Creighton's playing well, though. Creighton and Princeton. Um, so, San Diego State's a good matchup for Alabama. Yeah. If you can score on San Diego State, you can give them problems. So, um, um, it was entertaining, but I, I, I listen, I, I'm, I'm, I understand if Memphis fans don't want to ever watch another minute till it's over. You got Grizzlies games this week. You got, you got uh, Dallas and then Houston and then Houston. You got three home games. And Shams, boom, boom, boom. Shams has said on FanDuel TV that Ja could make his return to the lineup as early as Wednesday. Well, I thought I thought that would make sense. I don't want him coming. It seems to be too trivial to have him back on bobblehead night. Yeah, don't put Friday's yourself in that bobblehead corner. bobblehead night. So bring him back Wednesday. I bet he's back Wednesday. I bet he talks tomorrow and is back Wednesday. I can buy that. Uh, How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.